stimulate your mind. Get up, Chucky! What have we got here? Fucking comedian. Rojan Kim. California dreaming. Are we rolling? Are we rolling? Are we rolling? Rolling. We're rolling, guys. We're rolling. Rolling on through to the it's the the it's the Rojan Kim cast with me, your host, Rojan Kim. Also starring Christian Bale, Emma Stone, DB Cooper. DB Cooper. DB Cooper. DB Cooper is not in SAG. He's not allowed here. All right. You know what? Show's canceled. I've everybody go home. That's right, Christian. Get, I don't care how skinny you got for this role. Get out. Get out, everybody. Oh, God. All right. Thank God. Thank God it's just you and me now. Hello, dear listener. How, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. It's been a while. It's been a while. But I was trying to like do these podcasts while I had that job, that little film gig, that little film independent gig that I had with the global media makers. It's, I could never really describe this job. It was like, oh, what did you do? Oh, yeah, I worked for Film Independent. Oh, you worked on a film? No, I worked on a initiative, an anti-terror initiative. You know what? That's what it was. It was an <clears throat> anti-terror through film education. So we're going to stop the violence by forcing adults to go back to school. That's I think that's that works, though. You, they, they can't do anything else. They can't, I guess... I guess if they were all terrorists, they would have then just been able to like hang out and swap notes and stuff, kind of like what we did at Abu Ghraib and all those other places. But what are we doing in that part of the region all of a sudden? Oh my God, Abu Ghraib. Let's not talk about that. Let's not bring that up. Well, why not? Why not? I'm doing it. I'm here. Today's episode, <laughs> two hours of Abu Ghraib. I'm going to take every picture that they put out and analyze it describe it to you every single pixel and then and then i'll open the forum up for a response for a little call and response when i say abu you say grabe abu abu great you guys are doing good all right um so let's talk shop shop i don't know let's talk all right the job the job as the doing production stuff middle easterners kind of whole thing was great you know it was great great time great experience great people everything was great could it have paid better sure yeah it could have paid <laughs> well it's just kind of you know what am i doing i'm a bitch my bitching my bitching to you my bitching to you you know how hard it is it's hard it's hard for you right it's hard i mean most likely if you're listening to this you you probably have a job where you've run out of podcasts and you're finally like, all right, I guess I'll listen to what old Rojan has to say. He's probably going to be something crazy, right? And that affords you a luxury of sorts. I mean, it's a time suck, you know, sitting in an office and having to be there. Like, why are, why are we all here? Why are we here? What? We don't really, we do, this is the internet. There's the internet. We could all be at home. Yet, but you know no but we have offices I, I don't know if it's it's like a remnant of the old way of doing things you know like before electricity was prevalent there were lamp lighters right there was like lamps with dudes who would light them with fire 
with like a wick and fire and they have oil and shit. And that was like a whole thing. Hundreds, hundreds of years, way longer than we've had electricity. We've had a whole lamp infrastructure, right? We just, um, and then one day, it's not like one day they all just had to go. It's like, there's, I'm sure there was tons of resistance from the lamplighters union being like, Dude, we can't, you can't replace us. You can't, re- what's going to happen? The economy is going to crumble. Who's going to light the lamps? And these electric lamps, who's going to fix them? They're going to go out anyways. What if they catch on fire or whatever, you know, like, and who's, who's going to deliver electricity to them? You know, because they didn't understand electricity back then. But like, see, and then the whole thing had to change. It would have to change, you know, like horse poop collectors. Horse poop collectors was it was a huge industry. You better believe it. It was. Can you imagine all the fucking horses there? Were? As many cars as you see now, there's there's like horses. That many horses back then. I mean, not literally as many, but I just mean like horses were everywhere. Like cars were right. They were parked everywhere. They were walking everywhere. So there was just horse shit everywhere. 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 I mean, not only horse shit other shit too like all kinds of shit garbage it's just gross gross don't even like if you picked up the five second rule was probably invented you know during this time of sanitation or whatever and it probably really um or i'm sorry lack of sanitation rather you know somebody probably invented the five second rule back when shit was dirty as fuck on the ground right and then it was a real deal five seconds you know if that shit's longer if it's on the ground longer than five seconds you're dead you dead you get e coli that's what happens but now because of modern technology the modern conveniences of our time we have garbage collection we have plumbing we have you know we don't shit we don't have animals for our transportation. That's shit everywhere. I mean, we, now we have machines that belch dust and emit gas or fumes or carbon monoxide and hydrocarbons and, and brake dust. Do you know about brake dust? You probably do. I mean, if you've listened to Joe Rogan, you do. If you don't, every time you brake in your car, make dust. Now multiply that by millions. Millions of little dust particles everywhere. It's just it. Maybe there's no escaping the effect of humanity. You know, maybe there's no escaping like how consumptive we are. I mean, like, I mean, I'd like to believe. You know, people like to believe like the Native Americans lived in peace and harmony with nature. You know, they only took what they needed and they recycled everything, whatever. And that's all well and good. As long as the population is low, you got plenty of resources, but you keep multiplying them Indians. So you multiply them over and over. You know what you get? You get Chinese people. That's what you get. You get billions of people suddenly clamoring over each other. They'll be fucking, you get people, you know, life becomes less valuable when there are that many more people. Shit just breaks down, right? Motherfuckers will just be shooting each other with arrows over some wampum. Oh God, that was... (laughs) That's not racist per se, but maybe more ignorant. I don't know. If there are any Native American listeners, please please correct me. Please come on the show. I want to interview you. I could, I'll do it by Skype. I don't care. If any one of you is Native American, I guess full-blooded Native American. No, is that fair? Where should we? Half? Quarter? Eighth? Sixteenth? One-thirty? Tooth? One thirty second. Is that is that appropriate? How many people is that away from you? Wait, one thirty second. What does that mean? Uh, half I get. Quarter makes sense. 
I had, you know, once we get up to eight and shit, I, I don't know. It's like great, great grandpa. I no, you're, you don't count. Ah, all right, whatever. I mean, I, I might as well be Native American then, you know, we'd have this similar genetic, genetic heritage. Am I mushing my words? Oh my God. I have a show tonight. I have a show tonight. So come on, you're not going to be able to see it, but I am, I'm rusty. I'm rusty, guys. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while since I've done stand-up. I did stand-up last night. Did it a while. You know, I've done it. I've done it. I've done it before. Feeling a little raw and rusty. So I don't know. Anything could happen. I'm going to this club called Flappers in Burbank. Um, it's got a terrible reputation. So I look forward to this. But you know what? I don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't. I don't give a fuck like uh beggars can't be choosers choosy moms choose jeff jeff or gif what's the right way to say it call in now go 1-800 rojan kim all right thank you for listening rojan kim cast we'll be here all day ruminating on the nature of life in the universe ruminating on space and time all right <sighs> okay it's summer, man. It's hot. It's hot. I'm in L.A. It's hot. Uh, I mean, L.A. is usually hot. It's a desert, but it's getting humid, and that's a real issue. That's a real because I I know about humidity. I learned about it when I moved to New York. This is the East Coast is humid. It's a temperate rainforest, as it were. The humidity is high in the summer. Precipitates heavily. In the winter, because of the moisture freezing with the low temperatures and all that, New York weather has been fluctuating. It's been getting like warmer in the winter. Uh, not necessarily any different in the summer. Perhaps more rainy, more storms. I don't know. What am I, the fucking weatherman? Well, I don't really know. I don't. It feels like New York's winters, um, when I first moved there, they were kind of consistent. And then. By the time I moved away, they seemed to be it seemed to be spotty. It was like sometimes it snowed, sometimes it didn't. Sometimes it would dump, and then it would just disappear the next day because of the next because the next day it would be like over fifty or some shit. You know, it was like uh, wild fluctuations. But that's also like the data points are. I'm not a fucking you know sensor or I it just this is not accurate data at all or scientific. So it's just some guy just anecdotal musings. But coming here, I feel like fucking humid what is this why what it's like when the desert meets the rain like what's going on that's a goddamn Sade song like what what is going on why is it humid why is it humid we're not built for this here you understand the entire infrastructure of la is like made out of adobe like you introduce moisture it's just gonna start crumbling cracking throw an earthquake in there this whole thing is just a pile of rubble you know what I mean? We're going to be a pile of rubble. We're going to be eating it. We're going to be eating rubble. We're going to be smoking it. We're going to be just, it's just going to be rubble town USA. Okay. And this humidity has got to go. We got to get dehumidifiers out there. We got to get those fucking silica gel sacks, whatever desiccants, whatever they are. Fucking, we got to mummify the buildings. We do everything possible. Okay. It demoisturize. Maybe some of us, for some of us who are over tanned or maybe, you know, parched from the sun, stretched out, and skin's all stretched out and burnt and whatever, maybe the moisture will be nice. It'll puff you up a little bit. 
I don't know, is moisture good? Is that good for the skin? That's good for the skin, right? It's supposed to be no moisture is bad. Dry skin is bad. But then there's oily skin. So what's moisture? Is that water or oil? Is that... I... I don't really know. I don't really care. I feel like I could go. I could go to Sephora and um, really crack this open, but I'm not gonna do that. I don't have time to go to Sephora. Okay, I barely have time to make this podcast, and I don't have a job, so I don't know what I'm doing with my time. Where does the time go? How does time? Let's see. Well, yesterday, you know, I waited for two hours at an open mic, didn't get up. And that was was that worth my time? That was worth my time, right? That was worth my time. I was, like some people say, you know, even if you don't go up, it's okay to be seen, right? It's good to be seen in the scene. Well, I suppose so. I mean, we're all going to die, right? We can't get that time back, but fuck it. I was seen. They saw me. So great. <laughs> all right, here's to my career. Career. Rocketing. Skyrocketing. Skyrockets in flight. Afternoon delight. All right. So, so I'm here. I got a show tonight at Flappers. I got, I got, it's a, it's a legitimate, it's a place where people pay money to go see comedy. That's good enough. I'm moving up in the world. Doing great. Uh, I am currently looking for a job. So if any of you have any job leads, that'll be great. Ideally, it's a job where I don't have to go in anywhere or dress up or do anything. So if you've got one of those... <laughs> <laughs> if they're cool with me just sitting at home writing jokes all day and smoking weed, then I'm perfect. I have a I have a bachelor's from Berkeley and a master's from Columbia. I and some Gorilla Glue from the Garden Secret Dispensary. Everybody gets on per per perfect. All right. Whoa. I I'm not high. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe I'm just too I'm jazzed. Maybe I'm too jazzed. I'm jazzed up. I don't know. I didn't get much sleep, but maybe I'm just I'm jazzed. Started a new workout regimen, you know? This is uh, start working out. I mean, I have worked out in the past. Look, last year I dislocated my patella, my kneecap, just popped out and I shoved it back in. Like nothing happened. Ah, nothing. I don't have no health insurance. Ah, shoved it back in. That's the move of a person with no health insurance. Just I ain't gonna. I can fix it. So shoved it back in. That was like January thirty first, two thousand sixteen. The entire year sucked ass because for six months I couldn't bend my knee, and for six months I was taking the subway. And if you've ever been to New York City and you fucking you're fucking crippled or slow or disabled, you are the most hated piece of shit on the planet. The people fucking hate you. They fucking just they would the homeless guy the homeless people want to push you. A homeless person could push you down the stairs and regular people would clap. Like, yeah, and then all day you get a bunch of change. That's what would happen because that's you are despised beyond belief. So that fucking sucked, right? And then I finally you know, started feeling a little bit better. Uh, let's say it took me six months to bend my knee. Let's say it took another six months to get to kind of like normal again. But now my shit was all out of whack. Like one leg was bigger than is bigger. Still is, is, is the muscle, the quad, the quad on the left is bigger than my right. Cause I couldn't bend my right for so long. So now I got this imbalance, right? 
kind of work on that balance. That's part of what the PT was working on that imbalance. Do all these like one-legged exercises, one-legged exercises, stepping up and down and up and down things, um, isometric exercises. Do any of these words make sense to you? Uh, things, uh, things, things, uh, strengthening exercises, stretches, you know, stuff like that. Decided to try to do yoga, and that's also something I should be doing. That's a, just another thing I add to the pile of things that I tell myself I need to be doing, and then I don't do, and I feel shitty about myself, and then I can keep that going, because that's familiar. I get that, you know. It's a, uh, but I would, what am I doing? That's So, look, got better, decided. I'm going to start, you know, I'll start working out. I'm going to start working out. But then I've never been a very disciplined person. You know, I would just like kind of go and do, I just lift, lift. I learned how to do barbell shit. So I'd like squat and deadlift and bench and press. And, you know, I'll do that. And, I'll just, and sometimes I'd try to follow a program. And other times I wouldn't. It's kind of willy-nilly. Not, not, uh, no advancements or not really. I am tracking, like, it's easy, it's fun, actually, and easy to track when you lift, because the, there's plain number, just put in the number, the number gets bigger, or the reps, and the whatever, that's, and it's great, you can track your progress, you get graphs and shit, and there's, like, an apps for that, and that's wonderful, but there's no, I don't know, I don't really know what I'm doing per se, like, I've, I've read books and try to follow them, I've tried this thing called linear progression, where you constantly add weight every time, so every workout is the hardest workout, you're ever gonna do and that can only go so far that's basically you know i backed off off that and i'm not and the other thing is like finding out i'm like not very i look at the numbers that they have for like this is what an intermediate uh person lifts and this is a, and it's like oh i'm weak i guess i'm just a little weakling weakling can't progress so weak um but i think you know part of that part of that or most of that is because i i rack the discipline as uh, my forebears, forefathers, for okay, um, yeah. Look, I lack the discipline to just, you know, stick to something. Maybe it's just because like I don't actually know what I'm doing, so I'm not really programming things correctly. So I decided I'm gonna do a little research, looked up something, found a little workout dealy that I think. Uh, will work for me. Um, it's th this thing called tactical barbell. It's like running the douche line. Douche line, title-wise, tactical barbell. But it's for, like, um, law enforcement cap types, you know, just like me. Guys like me, cops and uh, SWAT team members and ex-military, CIA, recon, Navy SEAL guys like me. Um no, not like me at all. I'm like a pudgy. I was a pudge. Okay, don't sell myself short. I have purple belt, jiu-jitsu, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Okay, I got something. Um, but uh, overall, I mean, I had uh, no cardio for over a year, so I'm fucking not in shape. And one of my legs is tinier than the other, so it's not. It's not like I'm. Come on, I'm not sensitive about this. So you know, got, I just start, I started lifting. Try to get some numbers up, and then finally, tactical barbell. I've arrived at a program, and I'm trying to stick to it. Week two, I'm in week two of something called base building. Base building is an eight-week program designed to get your endurance and cardio, and uh, and base strength up to speed to like, and then start following a, a programmed sort of like a 
it's not linear progression. It's sort of, I don't know, it's submaximal lifting. Does it do any of these words make sense? Am I boring? It's submax. It's like instead of lifting the most you can fucking lift every time you calculate a percentage of what you can lift and do like 70% of that, 80% of that, 90% of, you know, you sort of, it's periodic. You build up to it. You're greasing the groove. You're doing the lifts more often, uh, but not like increasing the weight as often. Um, so I'm going to try it. I don't know. I'm in week two. Week two does not involve any lifting at all. Week two actually involves more. It's endurance building. So apparently in your heart, you have two ventricles. You got your left and your right. And I think it, the right ventricle is the one that's there for when you use maximum power, when you lift something heavier, when you sprint, right? It's the, it's the fucking, it's the power of your heart. It's the, like what? gives the drive but the left ventricle it's different left ventricle is a little more like a balloon it's a little more like the amount of stuff like the gas tank or the uh, the whatever the amount of blood it can hold to pump through your body at one pump so if your left ventricle is small and your right ventricle is pumping it has to work harder to pump your blood through your body when you're doing some kind of cardiovascular activity and then you get tired faster. So if you have a larger left ventricle, then it would take less beats per minute. You know, it doesn't have to go. It can just be like because it's got like more in the tank. You know, and that's this whole thing about gassing out, gas tank, all that. That's all left ventricle shit. That's all like you know. That's why uh, marathon runners, endurance runners. That's why they look the way they do, and sprinters. Look the way they do. They look all jacked, you know, because there's two two different sort of like neuromuscular, cardiovascular systems at play. So base building, basically, the first five week involves building up that left, left ventricle side. So a lot of cardio and like calisthenics and shit. There's like strength endurance. It's cool. Check it out. It's like super cheap on Amazon. I'm not affiliated with it at all. <laughs> I thought, what better way to bore my audience and tell them what I'm working out on, working on, working out with, working on, working on. Hi, 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 hi there. So, anyway, um, back. I'm trying to trying to base build, trying to get a, you know, trying to have some kind of discipline. I think it's nice. I th- you know, we live in a gig economy, in a gig economy. You know, some of you, if you're on a gig, you know, it's like, it's, it's chaos. I mean, chaos is, maybe that's too extreme, but I just mean there's like a randomness associated. It's not like a regular thing, you know, there's no regularity to it. There's no expectation of work coming next. Like you have to, you have to find work or the work finds you and then you do a project and the project's over and then no one's really your boss. You're your own boss, but then no one really gives you health insurance because you have to give it to yourself. If you don't, you get fined. So, Hey, God bless America. That's what I say. God bless America. If he does that kind of thing. Cause I think, I don't think actually God's supposed to bless country. God doesn't actually, believe in nation states like you're not actually supposed to believe in nation states like especially christians they they are not supposed to believe in nationalities or nationalism like that's anti-christian because the christ the christianity is all about christ and 
that's the real kingdom and that's uh, there's no like you can't you can't put your country you know it's not like god and country or whatever you know that's there's those two things are diametrically opposed and now look all right well i uh, there's no need for that i'm sorry christians you guys are awesome jews wonderful muslims doing great abrahamic religion cut it out abrahamic religions come on come on i gave you your praise but you know you got it's the same it's yahweh the same the the god it's the same god it's the same god you're all fighting over it's the same it's the same right right you're not different right not like a uh, it's, it's just like arguing over the details but it's the same dude right it's the same dude same dude doesn't seem to like women it's very uh, i don't know has a lot of rule weird rules about jerking off and eating pork like that's that's what we were talking about right that that's and that's what you're fighting about still 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 we have like the internet you're still fighting about now you don't see us fucking fighting about Zeus or fucking Baal or Marduk. All right, I'm just pulling, <laughs> I'm pulling out gods from ancient mythology. Come on, come on, name a god, everybody. Yeah, name a god. Uh, set Ra. Some Egyptian gods there. Okay. Well, speaking of Egypt, big shout out to my GMM fellows in Egypt. If you're listening to this, Egypt, Alexandria, Cairo, Ahmed, you motherfucker. <laughs> all right. Um. I suppose that's all. I'm just uh, that was a rambly, rambly rant. I'm gonna be honest. I have no idea what I'm doing tonight. Uh, Ten minutes set. I don't know what I'm doing. I got, I'm gonna go to the Flappers open mic, which is also their audition. Which, what that means screams to me. Bringer show. But who am I? Beggars. Can't be choosers. Choosy moms. Choose Jeff. Jeff or Gif. What is it? Tell me your answer. Tell me your answer. Do. Rojan Kim uh, at Rojan Kim. Hit me up on Twitter. Slide into my DMs. Um. <laughs> I'm so old. Oh god. All right. Um. Follow me on Twitter first. I guess you got to follow me, and then you can slide into my DMs. Do I have to follow you back? Is there some kind of mutual following that has? Who sounds older than someone trying to have social media explained to them? Uh, so then the DMs after the follow. I don't. Um, find me on Instagram. I'm uh, Instagram um, at Rojan Kim. R O G I N K M. Go to RojanKim.com. Um, will you find out information about new shows? Maybe I, if you listen to this podcast, maybe. Uh, also, you could sign up for my email list. You just go to rojankim.com, and a little pop-up will appear. And sign up. There's a link to you. Just sign up for my email list. I swear to God, I even even I don't bother anybody on that email list because I never send out emails. So you got nothing to lose. I'm not gonna sell your information or anything. I'm barely gonna email you because I don't really get booked. So we're gonna work on that. We're working on getting booked. We're working on making money. We're working on my base building. We're going to have some cardio here. And then we we'll move on to some lifting. And we we'll get everything in order. I'm going to be like a tactical athlete. And I'm going to have all the discipline. Okay? Going to have it. Rojan Rack's discipline title. All right, guys. You've been listening to the Rojan Kimcast. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate 
your ears. I really appreciate your friendship. I really appreciate your time. So thank you very much, and until next time.